What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. And today, we are talking about Iron Man 3. We have been post phase one of the MCU, and now we are entering phase two after a little sidetrack in the amazing Spider-Man universe, but we're back in the MCU, and it's not just me, also the loyal co-hosts of this podcast, the people who make the Marvel movie marathon possible. First off, we have Mr. Ethan Wensloff. Ethan, how are you doing today? Doing very good. I'm super glad to be back here with you three in the MCU. We, we took a little break. And it's fun to be back, and it's even better to get, get, get an answer to a question we got in the last Marvel film, right? Big man in the suit of armor. Take it off. What are you? We're about to find out. We're about to find out who Tony Stark really is That's when right. he does not have his armor. Let's do this. A good portion of this film, man, he is without his signature staple, the Iron Man. It's just a man in this movie. Just man. Speaking man three. of the man, speaking of the man, we have Mr. Micah Head. Micah, how are you? I am doing pretty well today. Uh, you, you know, I I can't recall watching this movie before, uh, and, and I gotta say, I never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Wait a minute, hold on. I never saw how good this movie was. Oh, you haven't seen okay. Iron Man 3 before? I may have seen it. Ow. Long time ago. Maybe. Like, you don't recall a lot of this movie. The, oh, no. I, the only thing I recall is, like, the kid, and that's about it. But maybe huh. that was only because probably the clips I saw after watching Endgame. Huh. Like, I have no... I've, this movie was awesome. Okay. Dude, okay. I can't wait to get into oh, it. Okay, hold on, man. Yeah, you can't, hold on. You can't just reveal your thoughts. I mean, you can, we can do it my day. Up, but like, that's, <laughs> that's good news, man. But before we get into it, I, it would be awesome if you guys would, you know, leave a like on this video. Give us a subscription, maybe. That that would be great. We're, we're kind of steadily growing right now. We've seen some nice growth. And check out some of the videos on the YouTube channel. We've been kind of... Doing very well as of recently. We just crossed 300 subscribers as Thank of this week. So that Thank you. Very, very epic. Very epic. And also, if you want the the audio of this podcast, you can go over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you know wherever you can get your podcasts at Multiverse Monologues. But with that out of the way, gentlemen, let's open our sling rings and head over to the MCU. Stark. Things are different now. I have to protect the one thing that I can't live without. That's you. Mr. Stark. Today is the first day of what's left of your life. Iron Man 3. Gentlemen, you know, for for those Ethan, would you be so kind? For those of for those of us who haven't seen this movie in a while, or or maybe have never seen this movie, would you remind the audience what this movie's about? Yes, Iron Man three, the first Marvel movie to come out after the massively successful the Avengers. Phase two, baby. Phase two, it. baby. Mm. We're in the when phase two of the MCU. So we are yeah. ten years away. Actually, this is a movie that came out ten years ago. It did, yeah. Wow. Very cool. We're revisiting May 3rd, it. 2013, guys. It's almost a almost, year to the day. Yeah. Almost. We're that almost there, man. Huh. But yeah, so th th this Iron Man movie is the first Iron Man movie to not be directed by John Favreau. Mm. Mm -hmm. Which it shows. 
Does it? It shows, it shows okay. in his performance. There's definitely a different directional style. I, I agree. Yeah. Shane Black, I believe, right? He's right? the director yeah. of this Shane movie. Shane Black? Yeah. And, and, uh, All right, Sarah, Sarah Yeah, this movie stars, of course, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Guy Pierce as Aldridge Killian, or as I like to call him. If, if you've seen the scene with him and Pepper, I like to call him Ultra Riz Killian because oh. that man, <laughs> that man's got it. He definitely does. And uh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts, Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, Rebecca Hall as Maya Henson, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, Bang, Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery, and a whole host of okay. others. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I was hired yes. to do the part, you know. I am the Mandarin. But here, what, what happens in this movie? All right. So the events of Loki's attack on New York has left Tony Stark a completely changed man. Now saddled with a severe case of insomnia and post-traumatic stress disorder, Tony spends his sleepless nights the only way he knows how coming up with new prototypes for Iron Man suits. But now, new events require that Tony suit up again. A villainous madman known as the Mandarin has staged a horrible attack on the Chinese theater in Los Angeles and is coming for Tony. An angry Tony wants to confront the Mandarin face-to-face, who proceeds to stage an attack on Tony's Malibu mansion and leaves him with absolutely nothing. No pepper, no toys, except for a, a defective Iron Man prototype. And he's... Uh, stranded in the middle of Tennessee. Tony believes the attack on the Chinese theater and an, an attack on a small town in Tennessee are related. As he puts the pieces together and tries to get the Mark 42 working, he discovers far more sinister forces at work, greater than the Mandarin himself. Uh, debatable. We'll talk about that. But how does an event like this change Tony's future? But so I, I want to talk to you guys. Mikey, you had mentioned that maybe you have never seen this movie before. This movie's highly divisive. Mm. A lot of people are split on this. It is the follow-up to the Avengers. And a lot of people say that it doesn't deliver. But Micah, the most divisive element of this movie is the twist. The reveal that the Mandarin is an actor. Yeah. Micah, what is your take on that? So I already knew that he was an actor. Uh, I watched I watched the one shot on accident first. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched. Uh, what is it? Long live the king or something? Yeah, All hail the king. Mm-hmm. So I watched that first, thinking that it came after or yeah, it came before Iron Man three. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I like this short. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was okay. I think that they they showed it well. Where yeah, he is just a puppet, a mask for what. Um, Aldrich Killian is doing because all he needs is is that thing, and then they target the thing instead of him. I I think that it worked really well into the uh, the plot. So I I agree. I think it works great into the plot. But what people were upset about is that the Mandarin in the <clears throat> comics is probably Iron Man's biggest, most popular villain. Mm. And so... I don't know anything about that yeah. comics one. That's well, why. So the Mandarin in the comics is much more like the villain or the father from Shang-Chi. That was what fans were more or less hoping for. And so when he was... And, and especially the trailers portrayed him to be the big threat and actually very well i i remember the trailers and it was like you'll never see me coming and it was like whoa and they set it up in this movie pretty well too they do they they made him seem like oh this guy's intimidating this guy he he's no business here or he's no jokes he's only business he he shoots the guy even though the president calls right he does all this stuff the 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 tell the tv hackings those were intimidating 
It's yeah. got the, the super close up. You have no idea what's going on. Uh, the terrorist footage, the anchors, the news anchors just going crazy. Oh, I think that was pretty good. And that's, that's what people well. were so upset about. Cause the buildup is very, very mm-hmm. great. I, like truly an intimidating presence. And then he's an actor and it's like, well, what? I felt like we were going somewhere and then we're not. And the, the villain was the big major source of contention for this movie. But I think now 10 years removed almost to the day from this film, I think it works. And I, I don't, I don't see a problem. It doesn't it, take a genius to know that the whole movie, it's Aldrich, Aldrich Killian. Yeah. is the villain right, the whole right. time. It's very like telegraphed and yeah. predictable, which is a big criticism of this, of this script. People say it's, it's flat, it's generic, it's predictable. But like looking at the Mandarin twist now, yeah, it is easier to, to stomach. It never really maddened me. I always knew about that twist. The first time I saw this, that was revealed to me. So I've never not known that. So, But you referenced the trailer, Ben. If you go back, watch this trailer. It is a very cool trailer. It is. The tone of the movie that they set up in the trailer is really, really cool. And it, that happens sometimes. The movie just doesn't. It's not the same as the trailer. Me, me, I'm a supporter of this movie. I have been. I would have even gone on record saying that this was my favorite Iron Man movie. Now, sitting here now, I, I, I don't think I can say that. I do love Iron Man 1, but I am a big fan of this movie. And there, there are three main elements to me that solidify why. Three in Iron Man 3. Right, three wow. in Iron Man 3 that go. solidify yeah, why this, very nice. this movie is just i love it one the the focus on tony's character mm, yeah, i really definitely. like that yeah, his ptsd struggle Very i good. like the acknowledgement of the first avengers film because we're at a stage where the movies don't really lean into mm. past movies as big as this one does the characters can have deeper impacts from previous movies like i'd say they this, spend more time yeah, on this them. movie leaned more into the battle of new york than i think any movie has ever leaned into the blip yeah i Am didn't I think that they would that? ever do this this is awesome yeah, so it's really cool. I love that, seeing Tony struggle through that. And I love his interactions with the characters. I think RDJ's quips and writing in this movie is just off the charts. It doesn't I mean, overshadow the seriousness that's going on. Right, yeah, he he, he just he plays it really well. That's and just a product of Robert Downey Jr., man. We The whole time I'm sitting there, I'm just watching him act and i'm like dang i i really miss this man i mm. miss this i just miss when he was just you know riffing off of people we were watching the the, the outtakes and the bloopers from this and it's just the, the, no. amount of, <laughs> the charisma that that guy has in every scene it just it it harkens back to a simpler i will say better time in the mcu and it was just this movie was fun man Ethan, third element, you you mentioned too. Third element is just, uh, we get to see who he is without the armor. We get to see him invent things, right? I mm. That's one of my favorite, the Home Alone sequence in this movie where he's jimmy-rigging ornaments and he goes into the, the well, what do we call that? The Mandarin base, I guess? I don't know, the headquarters. John Wick's the whole place. He John Wick's them. I love seeing that because <laughs> it is a big question. Who are you, Tony? Big man in suit armor. Mm. Take that off. What are you? We get to see who he is. And he, he can fend for himself pretty well. Definitely. Yeah. So that, those are the three elements why I, I really love this movie. And there's, there's a lot more to bounce off. I think at times this movie gets over convoluted. And I think there is an even better movie under the surface of this movie. Yeah. It's but the original I, cut was three hours and 15 minutes. I read that. Yeah. Whoa. They cut that out. Yeah. I did not. 
know that. But how much of those deleted scenes we watched were in there? Mm, like how yeah. much of it was actual quality? Mm. I'd love to see, especially after the Snyder cut, like that really got me thinking. Like, I heard Revenge of the Sith was four hours at one point. All these Phantom movies that are like, like the, four hours. John Wick was like three and a half hours, and they're the like first one, no fourth one, and they're like, oh boy, how are we gonna cut this down? And it's like. I hate that studio. I mean, and they have to do it for money's sake, and they have to fill enough time. And it's like, ah, well, it is what it is, man. But I love to see these movies just without any studio interference. The director's pure vision, like something that was really cool last year, the uh, more fun stuff edition of mm, yeah, uh, Spider-Man video on YouTube. Yeah, go go see that. I think some really cool guy made that video. Yeah. The man himself, someone cool, the man himself. It was Micah, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Lord of the Rings, they release every almost everything. Movies are great, and obviously you can't do that with every. I wouldn't want a. Well, I, <laughs> I was going to say a three-hour cut of Morbius, but three-hour cut of Morbius. I think happy we could birthday, Morbius. I think we could meme that. Yeah, happy birthday to Morbius. But what about like the David Ayer cut? That's what I'm saying, man. I'd love to see these cuts originally, like the first rough cut of the film. Mm-hmm. Just for you know my own. Like the purposes. movie's already out. Just release it. Why not? Just put a couple more dollars towards it and edit it together. You don't have to go a full Snyder cut. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to go a full Snyder cut on it. Right, but, a few bucks. Yeah, go for it. Sure, nobody's gonna sit in theaters and watch this, right? The but, Shane Black cut. The release Shane Black it. cut. Release it. But this one clocks in at two ten, right? I believe it's around there. Two Somewhere hours ten minutes. There. Yeah, yeah. Two well, hours ten minutes. I think it's. I think it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a perfect run time. I'm, I, I really, I also really like this movie. It's definitely not the best movie we've seen on this watch list. No, but I am a fan of Iron Man three. I would say probably as much as I always was. I haven't seen it in a while, but this movie just was. It was just nice to watch, and I think I, that's how it's going to be. Like even with Thor: Dark World, man, I think I'm going to watch that movie, and I'm just going to be like. <laughs> You okay. know, it's just good to be in the MCU. They played the trailer for Dark World before uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah, they did. Yep, they yeah. did. For me, Iron Man 3, uh, so this was what I'd say was my first time actually watching this. I don't think that I've seen this before. And I'd say overall, this is really good. Hmm. This is a very solid movie, a very solid action movie. It shows off Iron Man t- to his full capabilities. You see him use his environment. It, it was almost like going back to the cave sequence. He's using what he has to build an arsenal to defend himself and to have this offense against the enemy. And that's so sick to me. He's like, you're a mechanic, right? Build something. He's like, oh yeah, I am Iron Man. He separates the suit from the man and, or no, no, he combines, he, yeah, he combines them. He makes Iron Man, he is Iron Man. He embodies what Iron Man is. He builds this stuff from an Ace Hardware, dude. That's so sick. I love seeing oh, him shop. I love the kid and the, the connection they Harley. have. They, they yeah. said connection mm-hmm. in the movie. That's perfect. The connection they have, the the way they they, they just bounce off each other and say, okay, it's, it's limited edition. And then later on, uh, like referencing the watch, the, the Hello Kitty watch or whatever it is. Uh, Dora. It's a Dora watch. Later on, he's like, oh, the... You can't break that watch. That's limited edition. That's my friend's sister's. I got to give that back. That's not mine to give out. <laughs> Actually, the deleted scenes we watched was just like 10 minutes of him reacting to them stopping that watch. Oh, yeah. It was great. I love so much about this movie. 
oh, I, I, like, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, dude. So here, I want to, I want to say this. Uh, this. This is comparable to Spider-Man Two. Oh, this is comparable to Spider-Man no Two, not way. only in quality but also in storyline. That's like the, a hot take, Micah. The line, the storyline, is very similar to me, Micah. That's a hot take. He's without his suit for forty-five Spider-Man Two. Yes, Sp- Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. That's your highest-rated film. My it is my rated film. Fist bump. I like that oh. take, uh, bro. But so. Oh. The big criticism, the Mandarin, of course. Yeah. Another big criticism is this whole movie, Tony is suitless. Yes. Then at the end, it's revealed. Uh, dude actually has 43, 42, 41 other suits. That's sick. <laughs> what? I have my reasoning to why he didn't summon the suits earlier in the movie when he's dragging around the single Mark 42. But wh- what do you guys think? Why doesn't he summon at least one of those suits earlier in the film to help him for the grand finale uh plot convenience well, yeah but that it, it's other kinda, than that it it's has kinda, to okay so they're not perfect suits right they're not his suit the, the one that he wants to wear and if he reveals that he has all these other suits i don't know maybe he can't re- release all uh, like one suit at a time maybe he has to do the um what house party command house at party the, protocol so yeah. all of the suits have to go at once you can't just do one uh th- there's a bunch of ways you can write out that plot hole for the most part, yeah. uh, I think that was one of the best fight scenes at the end. You get to see it's so fun. He built yeah, his own yeah. Avengers team. He did. That was so jumping, sick. When he's jumping from suit to suit, you know, he he jumps up to hop in that one suit. He that, j- hops in that one. The one blows away. He falls to the ground. He's like, oh, I gotta try again. Yeah, it's really cool, really fun. And to me, the suit ups in this movie are the best that they've been like i love each movie they do fun new ways of suiting up like that first first one it's him and the tools you see that first suit up second one is that briefcase one but this one he has he has the chips coated in his limbs and i just he's like he's like summoning the suits i think it is so cool and the the from this moment the suits suit ups get progressively more and more boring yep like i'd say the the first time you see the nano suit it's really pretty cool it's really cool but then, like, like the nano stuff just gets, it's not fun. It's not Instant. pretty to look at. No. I love looking at the, the suit attached to his body. It's like the nano suit is too form-fitting. It's, mm. like, it's like a very, you know, to the skin. I like the mechanical suits that he's got in this one. And, uh, I mean, the previous two films, too. It's just the nano, and, like, everyone's got them now. Like, Ant-Man's got a nano suit. Black Panther's got yeah, a nano suit. Spider-Man has one. You see in the deleted yeah. scenes that at least uh, his helmet and his upper torso is practical. The, the nano suit, none of it's practical. No. I love like the use of practical effects. And then that, mm-hmm. that's why that's why the first Iron Man is so great. You know, that whole suit was practical. It's beautiful. But yeah. I liked how they used the limitations of the suit to show off how Tony can overcome. He he only gets one hand, one foot, so, yeah. and he still yeah. crushes those guys. And, and they, they, they play it off well. They're, okay, the rest of the suit is locked in the barn. Okay, that's cool. They show these limitations. They show Definitely in that last fight scene, it shows it off a lot. Because he, he keeps getting parts of his arms blown away, legs cut off, all these things. And he just keeps going. He keeps going. Oh, it's so cool. Eject. And it, he only has the, the lower half now. And now he's only got one arm. Now he's... It's so cool how Tony can adapt to these things. And they write it so well. It's so fluid. 
Yeah, that final fight what else is amazing. What, what other what? jumping from suit to suit, like shooting all of the suity parts? And like all that their was individual beautiful. characteristics too. There's like Igor stabilize the, yeah. the thing, and then it says big old Hulk um, suit that goes over and he hydraulics up the the shipping crate he's on. Things like that. That why would he build this individual suit for his daily driver? Because that's what it's only for the scene, and it's so cool. Yeah, that he has all these different and it plays into at the beginning of the movie. It pays off how he had been up for 72 hours. He had been up for all this time and he's just obsessing over his work because he can't. You have Pepper go. What is that? Mark 15. He glances down at Mark 42. Like, <laughs> he's like that little tease. Like, yeah, you'll you'll see more suits. Something I'm sure. like that. <laughs> what really gets me with this film, like the my favorite element of the film is Tony's PTSD. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that is the denial of it too. That stuff is beautiful, like beautifully done. I didn't like, so my, I have experience with, you know, panic attacks in my family and mm-hmm. just the way that they handle this is really, really nice. Like very well done. And, he would have PTSD. The guy almost di- he practically did die. He went into space in space with a bomb. <laughs> and so him suffering with that, the way he plays that, like uh, the second time or maybe third time he like wigs out, he has to like put the snow on his face like, "Oh, you did it to me when he when the kids like pressuring him on the end game, on the not end game, the Avengers first battle." And he's like, "Nope, oh, no he didn't." Got it. and he just like walks away. He's got to walk away. The that personal stuff, the the invincible armored Iron Man, the weakness that it shows, and that's why that's why it's so great when you show these heroes in their weaknesses, their shortcomings, why why they can't just be the greatest thing in the world. It humanizes them to an element to where it like it brings them down to earth. Yeah. It makes you want to root for them. I don't like seeing you know Tony Stark, the cool you know have panic attacks but it humanizes it man it hum- and that's why it's I like that's my favorite part of the movie he goes to the kid and he introduces himself as Tony mm-hmm. not Tony Stark Tony everyone else is Tony Stark the mechanic that's the mechanic. I think that's what he says he's yeah. the mechanic he's Tony that whole segment where he is humbled without a suit without anything without his Jarvis no Jarvis no nothing that's one of the coolest things to me. It's, it's That's so why cool. it puts Great. it up with Spider-Man 2. Because the, Iron the Man best no more. parts of a superhero movie mm-hmm. is you take away the power... Who are they? I agree. I that that's my favorite part about superheroes is the human yeah, side. We've already see, seen yep, them in a suit. How they we've seen them in that. a suit. Yeah. The human side. We have like three that. movies in a, in a suit. Now we get this one, and, and the directors agree. They say that this movie um, was an, a Tony Stark focused movie. Yeah. That's great. And I think there's a quote from Kevin Feige. Can, Feige, you, yeah, can yeah. you find that in the trivia? I did find that. Yeah. It was um, a full-on Tony-centric movie. He's stripped of everything. He's backed up against a wall, and he has to use his intelligence to get out of it. He can't call Thor, Captain America, or Nick Fury, and he can't look for the Hell Carrier in the sky. And uh, RDJ described it as, what are his challenges now? What are so- This is uh, in a post-Avengers interview what are his challenges now what are some limitations that might be placed on him and what sort of threat would have him as usual ignore those limitations yeah so human he, perseverance ethan you uh you said that you had your reasoning for why you didn't summon all the suits that was something that i was thinking what why why doesn't he because he does it just right there at the end and really my, he's like wait yeah. what's coming my reasoning and, is so 
Micah said, the grand finale. Yeah. Because once once he opens that floor and uh, reveals that, oh, there is at least one it suit down here. was at, be- so, at the beginning, yeah, remember? Like, like someone could, there's a construction site or they're cleaning up the debris. Someone could see this open up and someone could see a suit fly out. So I, I think his reasoning is I can't summon one suit because if I summon one suit, they'll know about all of those. And I mm. want I want to save that for when I absolutely need to do it. Mm. And when does he do it? He does it in, in the grand finale when he has to. Okay. So that, that that's how I kind of reason. Why would he do that? I like that reasoning. I, it's definitely not something I even like. I'm I'm not even like. It didn't hang me up at all, but it was something that I thought of. So, so something else I want to note. Th- this is the second movie in a row where the bad guy he just wants to regrow limbs. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what do we they need, have against paraplegics, man. We need to talk about the villain or plural villains in this Let's movie. About, there's a group of villains. Yeah. And you know, one of the villains, uh, the vice president, has a daughter oh. who is dude. Dude, no I, way. I didn't even recognize um, Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega, <laughs> as a kid, that was crazy to me. He was doing all this for Jenna Ortega. I mean, so, I would too, but. <laughs> Oh, so, hopefully your girl runs out listening. She doesn't listen. <laughs> hey, so it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but I, I don't know. So, Ethan, what do you think of the villain? And I'm talking. I'm not talking about actor. You know, Trevor Slatter. There's a conversation. We're talking we about, about Ultra him. Riz Killian. I'm talking right about now. Ultra Riz Killian, <laughs> dude. He imagine take the guy on the roof, and then you take the guy who meets with Pepper, bro. Those are two different, different people. guys. What What do you say? Personal trainer or something that. It took his backache away, and they. I was expecting dude. him to when he pulls up his his brain picture, be like, "Oh, and that's what happens when I get all excited." And like, I, I know. I, I was expecting him to do something yeah, stupid, like, like that. some like. Uh, uh, this is yeah. what this part lights up when you see someone you like, and then bro, you can <laughs> tell she up. was into it too. Oh, yeah, oh she was when way he left, too into she, it. She was yeah. like, and then happy sitting there like. Brilliant. Are you okay? <laughs> well, what are you doing? Huh? I loved Happy Stuff. Happy was great. So yes. compared to Happy and Iron Man 2, Iron Man 2, he was... Uh, John Favreau was stressed. He was so stressed. Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2. And this movie, he feels so much more comfortable, so much more natural, so much yeah. more of a real character. And, and he, he does these little funny things. I, I love the, the FaceTime thing where he's like, what is this, the forehead of security? <laughs> Like, I'm not tech savvy like you are. That's what I'm saying. His banter, Tony's banter is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this solidifies yeah. him as just kind of a, a dumber bodyguard. I love the uh, 99 Loyalty, Hogan, though. 99 Happy Hogan with the, the mullet. Okay, guys, follow the mullet. The, the scene, he's he's just woken up from a coma after being out all episode. He, the nurse is there. Oh, you okay? He like pushes her aside. He's just watching Downton Abbey. It's like, don't even care. Don't even care. Yeah, John Romero was one of uh, one of his favorite TV yes. shows. Yeah, That's have you sick. seen Downton Abbey? Even? No, no. Have we, you, we were talking about that. No, we, we, seen it. we haven't seen it. Yeah, well, I, I look like a Downton Abbey fan. Uh, you like TV? I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're a TV My guy. My mom watched it. I could call her. Up. Okay, call her right now. <laughs> I just want to off. This is uh, you were live with Multiverse Monologues. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though about the villains. I'm not the biggest fan of the extremist plotline right. in this. I think this is, even with... We got a motorcycle going Look at that, man. Yeah, that's wow. sweet. Even with Whiplash in the second one, I think this is the weakest villain performance Ooh. in the Iron Man Under trilogy. Whiplash? I, I, see, Whiplash was memorable. I do not care 
about Aldrich Killian at all. Like, I think he's, I am the Mandarin at the right, end. Right. He's weak. He I don't weak. care. I think we can all agree that the Mandarin that they set up, you know, in this movie, much, much better than yes. the actual guy that the turn what's his official name i know he screams i am the mandarin but what's his villain name does he have a villain name i thought he was just mandarin it's just mandarin yeah well we know he's not the real mandarin Mandarin. he's not the Mandarin. they wanted to avoid any racial stereotypes uh with the mandarin so i guess they just threw out his race altogether and now he's just a white guy well (laughs) because they they even after the movie happened they said that this was not the real mandarin and obviously we got that paid off from shang chi but I think I don't know why I don't know what Shane Black's reasoning was to make it not be the actual Mandarin. Was it really just race thing? Because why That's why why, why the, the twist? Why twist? So we, we looking at the twist. twist now, it's like it's so unique to this movie. How many other movies do something like this? Right. Like pull the curtain out from you like, oh th- this guy. Wait a minute. I think it makes for a really cool twist. But yeah, the the villain that follows up after that isn't very interesting. No. And and it makes the villain presence in this movie just kind of non-existent. Right. The, and I, the real villain is Tony versus himself. Yeah. Right. And kind of. Guy Pierce is like, yeah. oh, what the, whatever, who cares? I, I think this is one of the weaker performances in the MCU. I don't really care really? about the villains in this. Like, like when he breathes fire. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's just something you can do, bro. Like, I think this is one of the, while not uh, the best motives, like, I don't really care too, too much about his motives. Yeah. But the powers, I think, are pretty, they, they help him to stand out a little bit. There's the threat of, okay, he injected Pepper with this thing. She could blow up. Like, this is, people could blow up at any time if he just <laughs> injected them. Mm. I think that, that could be pretty cool. Uh, I, I liked how he was able to they were they were trying to get Rhodey's suit open for such a long time yeah. and he just comes up and heats it up and the automatic opening yeah gets him out he's like don't open don't open then Don Cheadle jumps out you know in his pull up all right here we go all Don Cheadle's also great in this movie he yes. is yeah yep i can't wait for him in secret invasion i hope he's got some good part to play and armor wars too and armor wars yeah. which is now a movie right i'm pretty yeah. sure he yeah. he get he gets some stuff to do coming up do he, they bring up Pepper's uh, abilities again? Oh, so the end of this movie, they take her abilities away. It's very quick. Real fast. Oh, I didn't even see it. See, yeah. See, now, the end of this movie, if we're going to jump into it. Retcons, a lot of stuff. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan because of the end. Yeah, like, Tony's arc reactor is just gone now. Just re- Like, that's Huge. not even a, like, a storyline at any part of this movie. Yeah. They're just like, oh, hold up. Oh, you still got that thing. Uh, we don't want to do CGI. So to me, whenever I feel a script has a little too much is when I start to think, could this have been a better miniseries? Mm. And I think like a, a Tony on the run would, would have been such a great miniseries. Yep. Agreed. Would have been. And especially like some of the stuff they rush through, like Pepper is in danger. Pepper gets superpowers. She's cured. Tony randomly... Oh, let, let's just solve this thing that has literally been an essential part yeah, of this character yeah. for years. Let's just, I mean, he made a new element last movie. Why not? Why don't we just get rid of this? Have some normal doctors just take it out. It happens in a minute. And it's like, whoa, what happened here, man? This is a huge plot point. This is basically the whole part of Iron Man 1. And then he has problems with it in Iron Man 2. 
Iron Man 3, they do not address it. it. And then, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Why stop there? Yeah. I'm going to take the Arc Reactor out. Not the biggest fan of that, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That would make sense why uh, he says in future movies, oh, I don't need it anymore, but I, I like the... <laughs> I, I guess me not watching this movie before, I was like, oh, he so, just doesn't need it anymore? Okay. Here's another thing, is the, the suits... He destroys them all. He's done. Yeah, there are no suits. And then suits. in Age of Ultron, There's he's got no... more suits. So this movie kind of leaves it off. Okay, where is Iron Man going from here? Yeah. And they weren't sure if they would get him back. Because uh, I think Ike Perlmutter, famously mm, yeah. recently fired, he he's done a lot in Marvel. Look, look him up. But uh, mainly a lot bad in Marvel, right? A lot of bad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he famously was like, I don't, I don't want to, RDJ was demanding a lot of money. He's like, I don't want to pay him. Are you kidding me? This guy? So th- this movie ended and they weren't <laughs> sure if they would bring it back. Uh, I mean, by the time the movie released, you know, at the end of this, it says Iron Man will return, but they weren't sure what they were going to do with him. And when that, I felt like that's why they rushed through the arc reactor thing. And they had to just wrap it up. They mm-hmm. also, they weren't sure what they wanted to do with civil war yet. And if they wanted to make Tony a center of that, so there, there was still a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on. But to me, my, my favorite part about Tony Stark as a character is because he's a snobby, rich guy who does stupid things, and then he has to atone for those mistakes in the movie. What, why does this whole movie start? Right? Because Tony's arrogant. Mm-hmm. He's mad. He's fed up. He, I love this sequence. I, a lot of people say it's really stupid. But I love the scenes where he looks at the camera and invites the Mandarin to his home address. Like, that is like the most arrogant move ever. Yeah. And he's so arrogant that when the Mandarin shows up, he's, oh, he's not even ready. He, he has is freaking one, out. He has one morning. suit ready, and it's his prototype suit, his Mark 42, that sucks. Like, to me, that's a lot of people critique that as a writing thing. But I, I critique that as a character thing. Mm. I think that's just Tony. He got ahead of himself. Oh, absolutely. He's got ahead of himself. Yeah. Well, he's also really like almost like a savage. Like the way he talks to Harley, bro, like he's like, well, I guess I guess, I guess my dad won because, you know, he, he never came back. And Tony just looks at him. He's like, which happens? Dad leaves. You know, we don't no need to cry about it. I'm like, <laughs> so good. He's, Whoa, he's like, I'm on a mission. <laughs> like, I don't what? care. And like when he, when he drives away, he's like, you know how I can tell? Because we're connected. You try to guilt trip me? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, dude, he's so like a good. savage. Wow, so good. The, shot. the kid was totally trying to play him. Oh, 100%. So funny. Ethan, what do you think of Harley? I like Harley a lot. You do? I think him... Can't wait for him to show up in the next movie? Right. Immediately, that's what I thought when this movie ended. I'm like, oh, wow. I can't wait to see this guy again. And we do see him again. We have seen him since. But, like, there is more to do with this Little kid. Little Iron Man Jr. Like, I know that, comics-wise, Ironheart is a character. But how cool would it be to somehow make this kid Ironheart? That yeah. What really if he cool. comes back in, in later stuff? Like an Iron Lad. I know they've changed characters' origins before. Like just a young. I don't know. I, Iron Boy. There is something to do with him. Like people have said, he could be the Ned for a hero. Whose Ned could he be? Right. Who do we think? Right. Well, he is shown to be more techie and engineering. He's got his potato gun that yeah, he made. His yeah. Potato gun. Well, it would have been cool to have him. In fact, inhibit that Ironheart role. I'm not sure we care enough about Riri Williams, but imagine they take Harley from this movie and they put him in Wakanda forever. 
Hey, he's at MIT. I remember Tony Stark. That would be so I've sick. actually been building this because he left me with all this stuff at the end of this movie. I've actually been working on a prototype. Now that makes sense. And since he died, I've had and this motivation to build a suit finally. We you know that, that. Yes. tapping into well older wells of characters is something that Marvel is very open to. We have them as newly as the new Captain America. They're going back to the leader and uh, Betty Ross from The Incredible Hulk. Yep. So Har- Harley's on the table. He he is. And I, I would love to see him again. Hmm. I, I haven't seen him in anything recently, though. I wonder what his IMDb, what he's got going on. Maybe I can he, pull that up. Because he was big. This kid was also in Jurassic World in the first that first movie. Right. So he did this and then went right into Jurassic World. So he had two big movies. And I know he did a couple of uh, lesser so known. Game of Thrones? I don't. Joffrey? That kid? No, that kid? No. no. Not that guy. No. But it's Ty Simpkins, right? Is that his name? I'm not yeah. the yeah. I'm in this movie. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest fan of this kid. Okay, he's in Insidious, Insidious also. Movies, yep. Oh, he's in the yeah, whale. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he recently was in, in the whale. Road, but that yeah. was before Iron Man three. Okay. War of the Worlds, but that was when he was three. Oh, he was in the whale. That's cool. Yeah, uh, nothing really since he Endgame. Did, he hasn't really done much. No. Okay. So maybe he's not trying to be this big actor. I mean, if you sign up. For Iron Lad, you probably got to sign up for a multiple picture deal. But even but. make him a guy in a chair somewhere. I think yeah. he he could be that guy. And like we know that uh, Peter Parker is newly without Ned. Will they reconnect, or could Harley fill this role? I, there's a, there are places for him to be. Yeah, and I know that that's uh, you're kind of pulling at straws and whatever. But but I do I really like him in this movie, and I think there's more to do with him. Mm. That charisma that they had together. It was great. I love that energy that they had. I and also, we don't really get a replacement until kind of Peter, but that's not really the same. Yeah. And his, same. and his daughter a little, but you, not a lot. Not, not a lot. He, and that's a good connection that they have is with Tony and his daughter. I love that one. Can't wait to Very good. That. Yeah. Should have made his daughter Ironheart. That would have been nice. Yeah. Recast her. To, to an older one I don't know we're spending too much time on this <laughs> bringing back uh, Iron Lad plot Harley point, but yeah. Harley but yeah another thing I really like about this movie is a post credit scene really like, good yeah. really really good man come Pretty on funny. just talk like yeah, they teases uh, Incredible Hulk 2 right that's what it's doing it's it's referencing yeah Tony it's, came in for the Incredible Hulk yeah, and now Hulk's coming in for Iron Man three. Okay, it's, it's like their repayment. But not for really. Incredible Hulk two. Yeah, it's Incredible Hulk two is gonna be. I remember fire. though being really disappointed at this end credit scene when it came out because I was like, oh my gosh, if Thanos is what they're teasing at the end of Avengers, what is it gonna be for Iron Man three, man? And it ended up being kind of a like a, a homecoming esque cameo. Yeah, and what? So what, we have a good balance of like, all right serious post-credit scenes and kind of just just funny so what what are like the more funny ones we've had we had shawarma is there Captain any- america definitely sitting down being like you might think that you waited for something yeah, we, important we here. haven't watched that yet though i'm talking about in our marathon as, as we've gone is this on. really the first like only post-credit scene that like because in avengers they had the thanos one and then they had the shawarma but this it was just this one there was no mid-credit scene no mid-credit this movie's anything but yeah, Thor. Was, Thor was the uh, Tesseract. Iron Man two was Thor. Captain America was the Avengers trailers. So yeah, I think this is the first funny post credit scene. 
Which it maybe doesn't tease a movie. It doesn't. It's it's just its own thing. It's just like yep, huh? Yep, and we're done. The Which, movie's over. In Go hindsight, home. I like it. It's it's very it's a very like nice way to poke fun. But when it came out, I'm sure it got people a little uh, kind of annoyed. I do remember though the Thor Dark World post credit scene being really epic. Like I remember talking about that one for hours. But it, this movie d- did a fantastic job at getting me ready. Just mm-hmm. right when it ended, I'm like. Man, I, I I can't wait to see more of Tony Stark. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I know this is nothing new, right? Tony Tony Stark is a character that we've loved for years, but yeah. it is so fun to go back and just my love for him is just growing more and more. Mm-hmm. And I I love how he's written. He's written. I I think Stanley is famous for saying, "I wrote a character that you're supposed to hate, that you love anyway." Right? It was a challenge, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's so cool because you see that everything he does, the way he treats people, like I should hate this guy. I should hate this guy. You know, it's the Michael Scott effect. I should hate this guy, but but I love him. I love him for all of his flaws and failures. It's mm-hmm. just so fun to watch. A scene that really personifies that exact thing, which, which is great, is the scene where he is suiting up, his first suit up, and he's trying out the new blood technology or whatever. I think that there's a term for that that I'm forgetting, but he said he finally does a somersault backflip little thing and catches it right there and it's super dope he poses and then he's like i'm the best i'm the best he's just the best and then the armor hits him in the back and it just the mistakes right there boom yeah clearly shows what this movie is going to be like what kind of character arc we're going to see it very Mm -hmm. clearly shows you where he can grow and movies before this did not have that some characters did not grow throughout their movie and that's just another thing I love about it. And even though I've criticized the ending for the plot points it did, right? his walk onto the Malibu point says, take away my toys, take away my arc reactor. One thing you can't take away, I am Iron Man. I am he Iron Man. Yeah. Like, that's a great way to end your movie, great. man. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, like, I don't care who you are. Him saying that at the end, peak. Peak cinema right there. Yeah. So if there's nothing else... We may want to roll into favorite character. Do you want to do uh but, so there was the Stanley cameo? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Stanley cameo. I've you know, I'm forgetting about that. Where where so does that there was happen? The there. Chattanooga um <laughs> The Showgirls. The showgirls. Per se. Yeah, they, they were doing oh, a, oh, yeah. a, a like Best beauty pageant. Speaking of cameos, yeah. The beginning of this movie. From the beginning, man, Ho Jensen. Yes, Tony remarks, finally met a man I named Ho, (laughs) which is a nice line. But, dude, reminds me of the Iron Man 3. Like, the first Iron Man, like, kind of hits you right there, man. Yeah, and Jensen references this moment in the first Iron Man, and you see the moment, you're like, oh, Jensen, you kind of... You uh you overstretched when you said you you talked. That was like a, a <laughs> second interaction. Right. But that that's really cool that opening scene because you see uh Tony suck. I mean he sucks now in areas, but this Tony that you see in the He's flashbacks the just is the worst and he sucks. And with that, that reminded me we have yet to mention Rebecca Hall's character, Maya Hansen. Do we have anything to, so initially in the script she was supposed to be the villain of this movie. Oh, I could see that. Whoa. And uh, actually, we already talked about him. Ike Perlmutter said, no, a woman being the villain will not sell toys. We are not doing that. 
and <laughs> they <laughs> they rewrote the script because because of that. Yeah, what? Because Aldridge Killian, you know, those toys flew off the shelves. Yeah, oh, sure. What? I do remember having an Aldridge Killian uh, Lego minifig. Yeah, Actually, the, the his, speedboat. His head glows in the dark. Had did I remember yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Red. It it glows, you know, green. Classic. That set okay, also came color. with the War Machine armor. I remember having that. Yes. that was a good one. The the three Iron Man three sets that came out. What do we think of the uh, Iron Patriot? inclusion oh, in this movie what do you think one of the cleanest armor again roadie just gets the bestly like the, the bestly the bestly bestly designed suits I, I swear man but come on the iron patriot armor is sweet uh, you can't deny that you man. can't it's beautiful do you think it's inclusion in the movie is necessary and adds a lot yeah i think it yeah. adds i think it totally shows that it's not just it, it it shows more how Tony is a better Iron Man because anyone could wear a suit, you know. Yeah, anyone could have. I like the that. Iron Man suit, and you see, Rhodey can't handle the Iron Man suit as well as Tony can. He can handle the Iron Man suit, but he's nothing compared to Tony's ingenuity. That that's what separates the men from the boys. Right, is your smarts, how well you can adapt while still using the suit. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think the way that they use the, the Iron Patriots specifically just for the Trojan horse thing, like oh he he takes the president, and then that I I do want to talk about this scene. We'll probably talk about it in favorite scenes, but the the Skyfall, yeah, that sequence when he has to the barrel of monkeys, uh, it's it's so cool because yeah. you never think about that. This guy's not not Superman. He physically couldn't save all twelve people. No. But his brain, his intellect, and the capability of the suit—you know, the uh, electra—yeah, like how many can you carry? You can carry four, right? All right, I gotta think of something else. Yeah, and, and he's boom, right into it, just like that. It's so cool, and he saves them all. You love to see that. Yep, it's beautiful. And they, I wonder if that's physically possible. And they actually the they shot. They pushed people out of a plane and had the Iron Man suit. <laughs> well, they actually did real uh, Skyfalls. They oh, actually jumped out of a plane to film oh. part of that sequence. Yeah, uh, really. Yeah, a lot of that is uh, more of that is practical than you think. It was, I saw some bad CGI in that it's scene. Impossible. Some, uh, it's not like awful nothing. CGI, but I, I could see through it in a little bit. Yeah, you're you're the pro, man. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just Dude, people be complaining about CGI and these new stuff, and I'm like. I don't see it's not about the quality of the CGI it's if it doesn't use like if it doesn't break what the story's trying to say I think that's all that matters Mm, okay but we did talk about how nanotech is just kind of annoying that's spider-man's got nanotech Ant-Man seemingly has nanotech. That's why I like where Spider-Man's at right now because he was yeah right so Doctor Strange the cape is gonna have nanotech who knows (laughs) no not the cloak I I really love the sequence when he's in Tennessee and uh, he blows that that one chick up who pretends to be the Homeland Security agent. Oh, yeah. And he uses the freezer door. And uh, it, very Iron Man. Or very Captain America. America. And like he's walking away from that scene. He looks down at the shield and you can tell that he made the connection like, oh, this is Steve. Steve this does this. Wrong. And he chucks, he chucks it. Yeah. I'm not that lame guy. I, like, I hate that guy. Ugh. That yeah, was good. Fight stuff. scene was really cool. He brought her into the kitchen and then uh, spilled out the oil, lit the oil on fire, started the microwave. Then he's almost out of the room. It pans to the microwave, shows that it's got the dog tags in there, lights that up, gas is on, boom, explodes her. 
That was so cool. You, you see just how fast his mind thinks. Big brain. He's so big brain. Mm-hmm. Big He's brain. so big brain. All right, gentlemen. Favorite character? Favorite character. Michael, we'll start with you. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Uh, this is a little character <laughs> um, that I, I I relate to the most. Jen Ortega. Was Jen there, Ortega. Without a, don't say no, no. <laughs> hey, yo, come no, on. No. Uh, so when he's in Chattanooga, he's got to hack into AIM, and he's got to get some sort of connection, okay. right? So he goes into the um, the news reporter van. And he's like doing a network test and it's showing, oh, we've only got eight megabits per second. This is so slow. We got it. I'll actually uh, add real quick. Chattanooga has one of the fastest internet speeds in the country. So that shouldn't have been possible, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Only you would know that. The IT guy comes in and he's like, Mom, I got to call you back. Something magical is happening. Tony Stark is in my van. Tony Stark is in my van. Oh, my gosh. I, I based my whole get up around you, man. Like, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I got the I got the facial hair going on. And I, all right, I'm going to blow your mind. He pulls up his sleeve. It's got Tony Stark. Boom. Boom. Oh, wow. Wow. Right there on his arm. So Gary Tony Stark to- tattooed. Gary the cameraman. Gary the cameraman. Solid pick, honestly. All right. Gary, Gary, calm down. You're blowing my mind, all right? This is, you're awesome. I, I get it all the time. Yep. I, exactly. Yep. Tony Stark is just going along with it. He's like, okay, I just needed to calm down, but he's not going to say that. I just needed to calm down so that you can be focused, do what you need to do. Let's get it over with. And then, all right, now I need to get on the roof. I need to recalibrate the thing. And he, yes, right away, right away, Tony, right away, Tony Stark. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Great character. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Fantastic. Gary. Uh, also, got to point out the um, the IP address that he was showing there. The the octets are not allowed to go past two fifty six, and the octet was going four fifty six octet. What are you talking about here? Unbelievable, man. Tony Stark was doing this. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Tony Stark, IP man. Address. Come on. So Mike, six bits. One of the best things Micah does uh, for us. I'll let the listeners know is whenever he's watching a movie, he he, he like live tweets us. If it's except, really but, important, but to it's me. live text us. He he says. Oh, what, what? Let me find it. He says, uh, "Okay, the IT stuff in this movie is a bit off. Yeah, it's I a bit off. That. You can't just I like hack that. into it with the with an IP address <laughs> that isn't real. Uh, yeah, maybe, no, maybe I, this I, is some sort of Web six stuff, but IPv five. Come on, love the movie, man. I love seeing that that IT stuff. stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> we can relate. We worked in plumbing for a little bit. Whatever plumbing's a bit off in movies, you're like." That's not how that Wait, works. Yeah. The toilet just doesn't start shooting oh, water yeah. out of the bowl like that. I love uh, when buildings are destroyed. The first thing I think about is, oh man, the hardline <laughs> copper man. How are oh. they gonna? <laughs> oh man, how are they gonna recover they this? Yeah, there's so much shut off the water main. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the gas valve's got to be shut off. Water's got to be shut off. Refrigerant's probably going crazy right now. EPA is. <laughs> What are we going to do here? Honestly, it takes you out of the movie, really. <laughs> you really got to think like about this stuff. Shazam, when they knock off the top of that building. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. way. <laughs> ain't no way. That ain't how that Come works. On. All the fire alarms are going to go off right now. <laughs> All right, Ethan, favorite character. Ben, do you, do you want to do favorite character first? I feel like we always go before you. Do you want to do want to go ahead? Well, I'm, I'm going to take Tony. I don't want to take that from you if you want Tony. No, I okay. Well, we can do repeats. No, 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 no. I, I will let you take Trevor. Tony. You're gonna say Trevor? I no, no, no. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor's good. But is you're it, a close second for me. I large his, uh, his, is it his ultra risk killing? Ultra risk killing? <laughs> it is definitely not ultra risk killing. I'm gonna go with my man Happy Man. Happy Hogan really 
really did it for me. And there we go. Obviously, if I, you know, I'll leave Tony to you because this this was this is your film, man. But Happy Hogan really impressed me in this movie. Maybe it's just because John Favreau. But he, when he like jumps on Tony at the very start of the movie from the explosion at the end, it's just it nails home how faithful he is yeah. to Tony. He's like, all right, all right, I'm good, I'm good, yeah. <laughs> right, get off. And it's just his whole like badge thing, badge, hey, badge, badge. Like I left that, a memo in the bathroom. Right, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was on the toilet, man. It's just he's he's great. He's good stuff. And at the end, when he's watching Downton Abbey, he's like. Don't turn that off. You know that's just that's a show. Yeah, it gives him a lot of character in a normally like he's a great side character. That's what I'll say. This movie sets like all right. He's he's more than just Tony's bo- yeah. uh, bodyguard. He's he's his friend. He gives him some depth. He's his friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, John Favreau is on record saying he he had more fun playing this version of Happy than, than he has before. Yeah, he has more in this movie than he does Iron Man 2 and it's not just because he has more lines it's because it feels like in Iron Man 2 there was stuff cut that just didn't work Mm. in this movie they have more of him because he's not I think it's because he's not as stressed he's definitely in a spot in his career where there's less projects going on usually he's got like five projects at the same time it's crazy he wasn't directing it so that was it all right Ethan you you can take uh but before I take my favorite character, I think what do we think of, of oh, Pepper, Chef Pepper in this movie? Oh my goodness, is she? She slapped me in the face she's right pretty now. Cut, she's right? Pretty, we have not she's talked not about Pepper in this movie that much. No, oh, I think she's great in the bits that she's in. I really, I really liked Pepper in this movie. Like, I think their 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 little interactions that they have in this movie. It's actually. I, I'm going to talk about it in my favorite scene, but their their interactions that they have, it solidifies why this may or may not be my favorite relationship. Whoa! In the in the Marvel movie marathon right now, I think you said last week that it was. So mm, I don't think it'll change. Last week we were talking about uh, Andrew and Gwen, and you said I don't know. The, the, those guys are pretty good, Tony and Pepper. I love Tony so, and yeah. Pepper. I mean, that's not a hot take, but yeah, mm-hmm. Tony's my favorite character. I don't really want to dive into why that is because the whole movie is why that is. We get to see who he is without the suit. I love his confidence, his arrogance, his stupidity, but then his, also his quick wit. And do you see his real uh, moments of like heroism? Like, I got to save all these people. Barrel of monkeys. Let's do it. And really cool. I, I I just love Tony. I'd love to get more of him in a time where Tony's gone, where RDJ isn't suiting up every couple years. This is great. But also, shout out to Harley. I think that the chemistry that those two characters have, really good, really fun. Something I wish we got to see more of, and we don't. Honestly, I feel like Tony has chemistry with like anyone. Everyone. Like, yeah, for all my Every interaction <laughs> he has. Like, I do, I'm thinking of a moment with him and Star Lord on uh, Titan. Like, they're just riffing off each other. Like, yo, Flash Gordon, can you focus up here real quick? Like, he just, he's great. I, I miss him, man. I, I really. world hasn't been the same without Tony Stank. That's mm. for sure, man. Go ahead. In my notes, I want to. I want to. You guys that help me in my notes, I just have Ryan Reynolds look alike. I don't know if any of you guys remember this scene. There is a dude, I can't remember the scene now. There's some scene where there's a guy on state on the screen, looks just like Ryan Reynolds. 
I didn't see that. Is he the news the news anchor? No, I, he interact. I think he's one of the Mandarin goons. Oh, was it was it the one where uh, so he finishes beating everybody up after he's uh, breaks free from the oh, yeah. bed, and then he he's he's finishing up, and then the last guy he's like he has the gun up, and he's like, oh, I, 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 honestly, I'm not even with these I guys. Hate I, hate I hate these guys. Yeah. I hate this place. They're, they're weird anyway. They're so he throws weird. away his gun. It's not that guy. I, I if I, I'll find it later if if I find it I'll throw it in this video. There's so I'll many good little characters you in this guys. movie. Yeah, mm. I love the little things in this movie. Agreed. Yeah, everyone has a little shtick that they have going on, and that's another thing that sets this movie apart. Everybody needs a hobby, like he sure. says. That's right. Mike, a favorite scene. Favorite scene. Is it the Gary scene? It can be. The I Gary would have said scene. the Gary scene. I would have if said the Gary want. scene. I really like. The final scene, the the, the battle house party mm-hmm. protocol, dude. The house party. Yeah, that that we should have been ranking fight scenes too. As <laughs> is we're going, this your along. number one fight scene. This is one of my favorite wow. fight scenes. It doesn't beat Avengers. We're not ranking. It doesn't stuff. beat Avengers, but it is really good. Merry Christmas, buddy. Jarvis. Target extremis heat signatures disable with extreme prejudice. Yes. What are you waiting for? It's Christmas. Take him to church. This is a solid fight scene. I, we already talked about it. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but the just the dynamics that we see. Favorite, favorite part of that sequence. Favorite part? When he's fighting Killian and uh, he ejects and then you really know it's about to start. Like, oh, man, he's going from suit to suit to suit while fighting this one guy. He's using everything at his disposal. What I like about that is the 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 score, the use of the, the score music too. in this movie. Brian Tyler did a great job with this third one. And I, I wish the Iron Man music was more cohesive because there's different themes for Iron Man in each one of his films. Very, it feels very all over the place. But Brian Tyler's score in this. He's really well done, and in this sequence, which is called the battle finale in the soundtrack, is very, very good. Very great themes, and especially the which I think is the best part of the score is at the end, the house party protocol when he blows up every one of his suits because it's Christmas time. The score during that time, the new slate protocol, absolutely fantastic. One of Marvel's better scores so far i have many of them mm. downloaded on my okay. playlist okay it is very good it's a very good soundtrack i like that scene ethan i i'll take the whole movie can movie's i do that doing something right i'm taking the movie yeah. then yeah wow any scene, any, a... any scene with tony i'm taking okay yeah I, I can't pinpoint one all right let me pinpoint one i i've i, 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 <laughs> I have, can't let me do it right i now. thought of one i love the scene when he invites the mandarin to his house when is somebody going to kill this guy? Just saying. Is that what you want? Here's a little holiday greeting I've been wanting to send to the Mandarin. I just didn't know how to phrase it until now. My name is Tony Stark and I'm not afraid of you. I know you're a coward. So I've decided that you just died, pal. I'm going to come get the body. There's no politics here, it's just good old-fashioned revenge. There's no Pentagon, it's just you and me. And on the off chance you're a man, here's my home address. 10880 Malibu Point, 90265. 
I'll leave the door unlocked. That's what you want, right? I love that. He looks right in the camera. It's like, this is my home address. Come give me a visit. Off chance you're a man. Come give me a... Like, right. dude, yeah, that's and he grabs the other guy's phone. That's who That's who the Ryan Reynolds lookalike was. Oh, okay. He had the okay. phone. All right, I'll it. show you guys a picture yep. later. Uh, he had the phone in that scene. There we go. And then he grabs Ryan Reynolds' phone. He chucks it at the wall. How was Tony's address not public knowledge? I'm pretty sure every single celebrity's That's my thing. House. Isn't that dumb for him to invite him over if people most definitely know that that's where Tony lives? Yeah. Not sure. I just love the arrogance. It I love the arrogance true. you see and how it spins the events and emotion and how the suit he has ready to fight the Mandarin, if he comes, is his crappiest suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny. It shows how his PTSD is working right now. I guess it's kind of like, oh, even if you don't know my address, here it is. There's no missing it. You're over right now. Come S- give me. Send me a postcard. Paradise Falls. I think my favorite scene is with uh, Tony and Pepper. It's near the beginning, and she's she's walking around with the Iron Man suit with the Mark Forty Two upstairs, and she realizes that this is BS. That Tony is just kind of talking to her from downstairs, and she walks downstairs. They're very angry. That whole interaction that they have is great stuff, man. And Tony having to admit that he's going through some PTSD. All right, I admit it. I'm a piping hot mess. Right. I haven't been sleeping well since New York. I haven't said anything. I didn't want to worry you. You know, gods, monsters, I'm just a man in a can, which is a great line. Great, fantastic line. And it truly shows, like, as we've said this whole podcast, it humanizes the character of Tony Stark. It does an excellent job doing that. And that, just those little interactions, I think the, my favorite scene from the first Iron Man is an interaction between Pepper and Tony, you're going to kill yourself, Tony, and I don't want to be around to see it. Mm -hmm. I just finally know what I have to do. And this has another great Tony Pepper sequence. So that that's my favorite. That's my favorite sequence. Hey, I admit it. My fault. Sorry. I'm a piping hot mess. It's been going on for a while. I haven't said anything. Nothing's been the same since New York. Oh, really? I didn't notice that at all. You experience things, and then they're over, and you still can't explain them? Gods, aliens, other dimensions? I'm I'm just a man in a can. The only reason I haven't cracked up is probably because you moved in, which is great. I love you. I'm lucky. But honey, I can't sleep. You go to bed. I come down here. I do what I know. I take her. But now that sequences are over, characters are Ooh, over, time. it's time. You know what the internet thinks about this movie. Time to rank it. Yes. Let's see what the internet thinks. We, we give yes. our scores. Uh, so our favorite list, The Hollywood Reporter. If you guys don't know, <sighs> Love it. they did a top 70 Marvel movies, uh, all the way up till Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And where do you guys think, out of 70... Where is this movie ranking according to Hollywood Reporter? Uh, all right, so the Hollywood Reporter, for reference, if you want to go look at it, listeners, go look at it. But they're just weird. All right. They're off. And I'd say they, they kind of go like they normally go by public opinion, but then they also like flip it on its head and don't do that. But this one, I feel like could easily be the one that public opinion is bad and Hollywood Reporter also puts it bad. 
So I say it's out is of it like upper half or bottom I half think it according is. to, or if you have a specific place. So let me get a specific place. So this is out of 70 out of 70. I say they probably put it in the fifties in the fifties. Yeah. Okay. Then I would say probably in the twenties in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it's above or below venom? <laughs> oh my goodness. If uh, it's probably bo- based on that question, above. it is going to be ranked worse than venom. Trick question. It's in between both of them. Oh no. <laughs> Iron Man three is at 45. Oh, 44 oh, is let there be wow. carnage and 46 is venom. All right. Uh, and then underneath Venom is Tasm 2. Uh, never fails to disappoint. My, Micah, have you seen the first Venom? I have. Have you seen Let There Be Carnage? No, I have not. Ben, you've seen both these movies. I've seen both these movies. I liked Venom. Oh, my goodness. The, what? This is atrocious. Yeah, man. This is atrocious. Those two Venom movies are hot garbage. I... I I disagree, Mike. I hate Venom. That list is terrible. The list is terrible. I love looking never at never it. Never fails. I man. love looking at that never list. Never fails. All right, so then the uh let me pull up Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, our, uh, IMDb, the whole our, the whole the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. What does the internet think? The internet places this movie out of all of them at place thirty six. So it's given mm. it uh Rotten Tomatoes critics as a seventy nine, audience seventy eight, Metacritic sixty two mm. User is 6.7. IMDb is a 7.1. And Letterboxd is a 3.1 out of 5. Which averages it out at our only 69.8. Nice. Mm, Nice. On our our internet average list. Huh. So basically just underneath the Amazing Spider-Man. Actually, oh, wow. which is pretty insane. Just above Doctor Strange. Uh, and spoilers, is this movie better than The Amazing Spider-Man? Yes. Just oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Definitely indeed. better than Sweet. Amazing Spider-Man. Gl- so, glad we're in agreement. It's Micah. better than a lot of movies on our list. And I will say there aren't I, many things so, that I can say are wrong with this movie. Spider-Man 2 famously held the first place spot for... Uh, the whole months. time until the, the Avengers, whole right? Until the Avengers came along. Micah... Has compared this movie to Spider-Man Two. Well, I think that is crazy. Just, kind of in, my, in my themes. Pre- present your case. Yeah, and your score. Let's hear it. It's no Spider-Man Two. Okay, I'm just gonna say that right Agreed. off the bat. It does a lot of things that Spider-Man Two does right. Okay, it does a lot of the things that I like about Spider-Man Two. Not all of them, and it's still its own thing. Okay. It's, it's an original movie. It doesn't have the iconicness of the first Iron Man movie. That movie is iconic. The whole thing. So good. Every yeah. single shot is so good. You get the suit. All right. Like the Mark. What is it? Mark three. That's the one. So sick. You can't beat that with another Iron Man movie, in my opinion. Agreed. So it's not as good as Iron Man one. For me, it'll go Iron Man one, Iron Man three, Iron Man two for our, for our trilogy. Okay. Okay. Agree. So I'm going to give this movie. My rating has changed throughout this podcast. Uh, Higher or lower? Lower. It it did go a little lower. Fair. The villain. Sure. I think that's the weakest part of this movie is that it doesn't uh, use the Mandarin to its full potential that it could have been. So I'm going to say that this movie is. Oh, man. Mm. I'm going to say it's totally a solid 
8.9. I liked it more than Avengers. 8.9. Whoa. I liked it more than Avengers. I'll say that right now. Yes. Okay. I will say the action in this movie was more full than the Avengers. It focuses on Iron Man. I think just because it focuses on on one character instead of five. What did you give Avengers? 8.8. Just 0.1 more. Wow. Wow. And it really does an excellent... It's not as good of a group fight scene at the end with the uh, with the Iron Man team, but it still is a very solid fight scene and uses Tony Stark to his full potential. I think this is one of the best... Tony. I think this is the best Tony Stark movie we can get. Hmm. Does it have the best Iron Man moments? No. That's why it's not over Iron Man. 8.9. It's nowhere Micah. near perfect. That's why it's not into the nines, but it is so close for me. 8.9 is pretty 8. near 9. perfect. That's that's for me. It has to be a movie that I'm like, okay, I will watch this it's very good anytime yeah. someone wants yeah. to. Like Iron Man, oh yeah, I'll watch that anytime. Spider Man Two, I'll watch that anytime. Iron Man Three, it's on my list. It's very close. Very close. I could watch that again. Sure. Yeah, I would totally watch that like multiple times. Eight. I think the gunplay does a great job. I think the just everything. Rody in this movie Rody's leading great, Tony yeah. in that final scene yeah. where he's like, "Oh, you got my six, uh, got my six and up," and he's like, "Tony has no idea what he's doing," <laughs> and then he shoots. Oh yeah, I was aiming for the light. You can't hit a light from that far away. Light. <laughs> That's a good scene. Yeah. He gets it. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Me, oh, yeah. high praise. Yeah, yeah. Ethan. Uh-huh. Mike has given this movie high praise. It's making me want to do the same thing because do it. I, I do love this movie. I've been on record saying this is my favorite Iron Man movie. Not in that top echelon for me, though. But the, the first Iron Man is so... Like, uh, rewatch, rewatchability, I think I'd, I'd be more likely to throw this one on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Over the first one. I think the pacing in this and the quips, the banter... And the overall flow of this movie is just really cool to me. I think the Iron Man sequences in this movie are the best. Like that Skyfall sequence, I, I I just love it. I like it a lot. I think that was a weaker part for me. I really like Skyfall. it though. Yeah. Uh, and I do. I I never discredit a movie because of the marketing. That's something that's been happening a lot lately. The marketing leading you into can't. a movie. Yep. Did you see the Super Bowl ad for this movie? Uh, the, Tony, Tony had promised yeah. an extended look at Iron Man, right? And they play it, and it's just RDJ looking at the camera, <laughs> an extended look. <laughs> Just looking at him. For the yeah. full 30-second spot. That's good. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can put this higher than Iron Man 1 because Iron Man 1 is just so good. It does so many things it original. so many things right. You can't, yeah. So, the, the highs of this movie, I'd say, like, are so good. But there are lows. I do feel like the ending, all right, Healing Pepper, Healing Tony, mm, a little definitely. rushed, a Guy Fiery. Our ultra Riz Killian. You said Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that on purpose. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a weak villain. <laughs> he is. I don't really care for him. And uh, some of the elements... That CGI was pretty cool, though. He was all charred. I guess. I liked it. His Whatever. dragon uh, tattoos. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love his, his sequences of being Tony. Being himself. You know, my, my favorite scene from the Avengers. I've referenced it like six times in this podcast. Take off a suit. What are you? Mm. You know, big man in a suit of armor. You know, we get to see who he is in this movie. And I love that. So for that, I'm going to... This isn't better than the first Iron Man. It's just Definitive. not. Okay. It's not. I really want it to be... I'd say like, 
I love this movie more than the first one, but it's not better. It's not better. So oh. for that, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an eight point five for this. Eight point eight point five. What did you give the first Iron Man? Keep that an eight point seven. Eight point seven. And Michael, what did you give the first Iron Man? Nine point two. Nine point two. Okay. And uh, another thing I do want to add is that this is the second movie in our watch through to make one billion dollars. Yes. Yeah. Right after right after the, the hype of the Avengers. And yeah. this is uh, eighth place for the best money ratio so budget to box office it was a 200 million dollar film made 1.2 and notably the last movie that paramount's name is attached to Mm. yes that's true because in thor the dark world we have the first instance of the marvel studios is that 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 movie yeah it is okay i I'm going to hold you to that. Hold if, me if, to if, it. If I, I see that movie and that's not in there, I'm going to be mad. Dude, right? punch me in the face. I'll punch you in the face. I'll get <laughs> so, up and punch you right in the face. 8.9, 8.5. hot in this movie. Like, the Mandarin twist, it's oh, whatever. You know, guy. Doesn't guy, matter at this point. It, I don't care. I think they I played like, off well enough. Tony is me. Tony. Yeah, yeah, Tony's Tony. Gives this movie enough character. Ben, wow. we're down to you. Okay, so um, my major problem with this movie is the villain. Villains. I think we all agree on that. Yep, that that knocks it down a little bit. And I'm really just hoping this is better than the Punisher. <laughs> I am not. I am not big on. You know, I I'm not the biggest fan of Harley. I know no, you are. No, I, I'm oh, not. I you know, I'm not. You're praising him. We were praising him. No, I, I, I thought we were in agreement. I said I. I said I wasn't the biggest fan of him earlier. He Um, just hates kids. Maybe I do just hate kids. kids. Not the biggest fan. He doesn't annoy me to the point. I just, you know, I I could, you know, I could do without him. And and the plot point at the end where they kind of just wrap up his whole arc reactor thing so i'm just saying my problems like right. why it's not why it's there because i do like this movie like i really do like this movie there's a lot of great stuff tony stuff like i i just love watching rdj and this brings it up there it's definitely one of the better movies on a rewatch for sure but it doesn't reach the best movies on this list so far so with that I'm giving this movie an eight. Okay. I, like I gave the first like Iron Man an Just 8.5. As good as the Punisher. And this movie gets an eight, which is less. Wait, can that. you say that again, Micah? Just as good as the Punisher, bro. Oh, my God. Is that ben. what you're saying? I absolutely stand by that. Mm. For the wow. record, listeners, Ben is saying this movie is equal level of Thomas Jane's Punisher. And uh, uh, I'm not going to say any, anything more. We harp on you enough, right? I think at this <laughs> point in the in the... You know, ranking. I think you guys should not be as surprised as you are. I love that movie. I really like the first Punisher movie. When uh, the marathon's over, years removed from this. Yes, years. We'll go back at the wildest takes, and we might rewatch that movie. We might have to because we'll watch Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, the first one, the one that started it all. Electra, maybe. All right, we have our three scores. I'm not watching Electra again. No way. <laughs> can't can't do it, man. Micah, where does this movie fall? We got an 8.4 on our hands, gentlemen. 8.4. And that puts it in the top 10. Okay. Another movie to add to our top 10 list. MCU is a top 10ers. Yes. To start off phase two with our fourth place. Ooh. So goes the Avengers at a 9.4, Spider-Man 2 at an 8.9, Iron Man at an 8.8. And then we have quite a jump. Iron Man 3 at an 8.4. 8.4. And Captain America... At an 8.3. Ooh. Okay. All right, Thor all right. at an 8.2. Yeah. 
Spider-Man 7.9. These are you iconic like, movies. I I agree with that. I know I agree know, with this placement. I agree. I, you could wiggle Captain America above Iron Man I 3. I do like Captain America better. But yeah. I you know, I think I like Iron Man 3 better than Captain America. I think I do. And I my score probably reflects that. Yeah, it does. Awesome. That's well, the, that's a nice thing about it, man. It's like when you look at it like that, you know, I'm not oh, I'm yeah. not mad this at this. Totally, As this Thanos totally says, you know, the three of us, perfectly balanced. As this all things should be. This movie kicked X-Men out of the top out 10. Out of the top 10. It is now number 11. Okay. That, that, Blade 2 is the next go one down. for the chopping block. Blade 2 is 10. Yeah. Oh, that's so... I lo- we need to... We need, in, in, in memoriam, when something leaves the top 10, we should we should celebrate that Indeed. film for what it is. Indeed. So, X-Men... You 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 tried you tried you stayed yeah, you man. stayed relevant for quite a while. I don't know. That was there. movie twenty nine. But I'm glad you said movie nine. Twenty nine. Next week is the thirtieth movie that we've watched. Thirtieth. Right, you, you know said, which movie that is? Before we reveal the movie, Micah. Wait, I don't know what it is, Micah. You famously have your ultimate Marvel spreadsheet. Yes. Oh, that's right. And Weird in trilogies. You have trilogies in there. Let's see where the Iron Man trilogy. Because right. based on these scores, it seems like Iron Man. This is our fourth trilogy. It's a we've high done, trilogy. Yeah. So last place. Last trilogies. place trilogy. The Blade trilogy. Okay. Because okay. it has Blade Trinity yes. at a five point one. Okay. We, uh, we Blade Trinity's listen to it. that podcast. There was a pretty interesting one. Um, fun, fun enough movie. Fun, fun movie. Yes. Uh, so that average was a 6.4. That is fourth place. Okay. Next, we have the X-Men trilogy okay. at a 7.0. This is second. So this is either Iron Man or Spider-Man. I feel yes. it's like... It's got to be... We love we love Raimi. I feel we like, like Raimi. I feel like can, we love Raimi. Right? I, I feel Spider-Man's like Raimi one, takes number one. Spider-Man trilogy number one? Iron Man at, a, at an 8.0. Okay. Okay. Raimi trilogy at an 8.1. Oh! Raimi, you dog. Raimi, you dog. 0.07 difference. It's not even 0.1 difference. Wow. 0.07. No way. That's how close it gets. I like that, though, because I really like both those trilogies. Both of them have that one movie that's not quite on par with the other two. And then there's two films that are really solid. The Spider-Man trilogy pretty high. We we did. 7.9, 8.9, and a 7.5, which I will agree with. Those are good scores. Yeah. Yeah, we. That's good. It's, it's I'm not sure what our Iron next um, what our next trilogy to close out is. Um, I believe that be, would be Captain, Captain America. Captain America's trilogy. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, that's a quite a little little bit of ways. Yeah, yeah. we'll have a we'll have a Ant Man trilogy here pretty soon because we have our Quantum Mania score. Depends. But that so, will be our official. I'll, I'll ask this question. I know we're we've, we're going pretty long, but uh, as far as the X Men trilogy, are we? How are we doing this? Is it no longer a series now because we've had the oh, first three. I, I divvied it up. So we've got the Wolverine trilogy. There's origins, the okay. Wolverine and Logan, okay. which our next movie is the Wolverine, the Wolverine. Oh, okay. And then, uh, we've Going got back the outside the MCU X-Men back to the future is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. There's which three is first movies class there. days of future pass and apocalypse. I and guess Dark Phoenix, if you want to. Dark Phoenix nah, and the mutants, I'm just going to push yeah, off to a different don't, thing. Don't go <laughs> in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they belong. So okay, that, that I think, works. Uh, you want to say something about the Wolverine? This Wolverine, is one of the let, most. Let's see. Uh, this is one of the most. I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know what word man. to use yet. We'll we'll find out. I remember it was very creative in the way it took. Unique. It was unique. Yeah, it's in Japan. 
Which Very I love. bullet train like. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I am a big fan of this movie from we, what I remember, but I haven't I seen it in years. I liked it too. I have never seen this movie, really? so I'll be excited to sit down and watch it next week. Uh, so yeah, we are leaving the MCU, but thankfully we won't have to leave the tab that is Disney Plus. The Wolverine is on Disney Plus for those uh, listening who still watch every week, like we know you do. We know you loyal listeners <laughs> do. Exactly. That's why we're doing it. Uh, of course. <laughs> Okay, all yeah. right, so Wolverine, Wolverine is next week. Yeah. Very nice, gentlemen. I'm looking forward to it. If we can somehow fit it in our busy schedules this week, it's Easter week, we'll get it done. That's right. But, yeah, uh, we got Mario movie next week, too. It's oh. uh, it's going to be a busy week. We're going to give listeners a podcast Guys, on Mario we got movie. one month until we Guardians 3. We might have to. Oh, my gosh. One month Guardians until Guardians 3, 3, 3 which I'm... Oh. Two months until Across the Spider-Verse. It, these movies are trailer, creeping man. up on us. They are. They're creeping up. It's because there's so much, dude. Yeah. There's so much to keep up with. We got the Middlelorian going on right now, too. Dang. Mid-batch? Mid-batch is not finished, finished up. up. Mid-batch finished up. All right. Speaking yeah. of finishing up. Speaking Finish of finishing up. up. Yeah. yeah, this is uh, this is the end of the podcast, gentlemen. We've gone a little overweight. It's after show. Like, hey, it's Iron Man 3. Right? It's a great movie. We got your man. view in already. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we, we secured your back. We earned it. Indeed. And if for some reason, if you're listening this far, subscribe. Come on. Tell us what you think about our uh, our video on YouTube. We're, we're trying out maybe. a camera thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see All if this depends. works. I'll, I'll edit this part out if it doesn't make the cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Indeed. But for now, this is Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wesloff. I'm Micah Hatt. Signing off. We all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.